0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture, for week ending Friday the 12th of November 2021, presented to you this week by Faye Lee. I am a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Let's start with wheat. The United States Department of Agriculture published its November World Agricultural Supply and Demands Estimate Report early this week, bringing an end to a short spell of declining prices. A revised estimate for world wheat stocks was released, which was below average trade estimates. The United States Department of Agriculture cut world wheat stocks from 277.18 million tonnes to 275.8 million tonnes. This revision changed the negative market sentiment The profit-taking that was seen from the middle of last week reverted to bullish enthusiasm. Overall, changes for the wheat balance sheet were modest and few, but worth noting. The United States Department of Agriculture reflected increasing import needs and revised its export estimate upwards to 203.16 million tonnes from a previous figure of 199.63 million tonnes. The increase in the exports total was aided by an additional 1 million tonnes exported from Russia, from 35 million tonnes to 36 million tonnes. However, this is in contrast to the figures released by Russian analyst group Sovecon, which has cut its own Russian wheat export estimate to 34 million tonnes to account for the impact of export taxes. Sovecon noted more demand from the EU, increasing its European demand estimates 35.5 from 35.5 million tonnes to 36.5 million tonnes. This is well ahead of other estimates and leaves an untenable ending stock which is too low to meet domestic demand strategic needs. Meanwhile, the United States Department of Agriculture cut its US export estimate by 400,000 tonnes to a new total of 23.41 million tonnes, leaving stocks of 15.87 million tonnes which is only half of US domestic demand. This suggests that the EU will need to price itself beyond export competitiveness to maintain sufficient stocks and that the US has an opportunity to compete for increased export market share. According to the latest World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report, world stocks will be more than 12 million tonnes down on the year, a bullish statistic. However, The United States Department of Agriculture World Corn Balance Sheet compensated for wheat losses, with stock gains of 2.7 million tonnes, coming in as a result of production increases exceeding demand increases. The US corn crop yield estimate has increased by 0.5 bushels per acre, leaving the new estimate at 177 bushels per acre. This increase would take total projected US corn yield to 382 0.59 million tons, an increase of 1.1 million tons overall. The EU crop estimate was increased by 1.5 million tons to a new total yield estimate of 67.85 million tons. This is in response to favourable French yields and improving Argentinian production prospects following timely rain, which increased the country's crop estimate by 1.5 million tons to a new total of 54.5 million tons Despite disruptive rain and snow, the USDA's production estimate for China remains unchanged, at 273 million tonnes. This is 2 million tonnes ahead of official Chinese estimates. Currently, China holds 210.68 million tonnes, of the world's total 304.43 million tonnes stock. Midweek comments from the Russian Minister of Agriculture triggered a sharp rally for wheat prices, and sent Paris futures briefly above 300 euros per ton, which surpassed the previous record high set in 2008. The minister said that if major price growth continues, Russia might change the formula it uses to calculate grain export taxes. The tax was introduced to help stabilize domestic inflation, which is at its highest in the last five years. There will also be a quota set from the 15th of February 2022 to ensure the country maintains sufficient domestic supplies. This will remain in place until the 15th of June 2022. Further supply restrictions for the world's leading wheat exporter would push additional export demand to the EU and Ukraine, where the current pace is already not sustainable. It will also push export demand to the US. As a result, sharp price rises have already been seen. The United States Department of Agriculture has also made changes to its UK balance sheet, releasing figures that highlight the notable differences between United States Department of Agriculture estimates and those from the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs and the Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board. While the United States Department of Agriculture cut its 2021 UK wheat production estimate from 15 million tonnes to 14.3 million tonnes, The official estimate from the Department of Environment, Food and Rural Affairs is only 14.022 million tonnes. The United States Department of Agriculture also cut its estimate for UK wheat usage with animal feed demand 200,000 tonnes lower than estimated the previous month. However, this estimate is still one and a half million tonnes higher than last season, which saw compounders switching to notably cheaper barley supplies. At 15.3 million tonnes, the United States Department of Agriculture's demand estimates remain well ahead of the Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board's early balance sheet estimates of 14.745 tonnes. The United States Department of Agriculture's estimate signals an import requirement of 2 million tonnes compared to 1.7 million tonnes if the Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board's figures are correct. These differences between the United States Department of Agriculture and the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs and the Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board estimates for each aspect of UK supply and demand illustrates the challenge in providing the market with a reliable global balance sheet. Moving on to barley now. Feed barley values have increased, but some areas are now trading like islands because the ability to move grain from lower priced parts of the country to higher priced areas is limited. There has been a small amount of export interest from the cheaper parts of the UK, especially where sellers need to move the barley they have bought. Buyers into the Dutch market have struggled to get their supplies from the EU hinterland due to low water levels on the Rhine and have subsequently opted for the seaport option. This is in the hope of resolving the problem, of which the UK is the cheapest. Market talk is suggesting that between 35 to 45,000 sows are in the process of being culled. This is due to rising feed cost and lack of processing capacity, which is reducing sales income and therefore margins for pig producers. This is taking time and gives extra spot demand for feed barley while the process goes on. Once complete, feed barley could face much more limited domestic demand for the rest of the season. This seems to be a UK specific issue at present. The old crop malting barley market is still very firm, in part due to logistical issues and cost. However, it's also due to brewers' beer sales going according to plan and subsequently drawing on maltsters for more malt. Traditionally, malt demand is largely covered for the grain marketing year by early January in the EU. Therefore, it's encouraged that growers should market most of their unsold supplies by then. New crop prices are in theory £45 per tonne lower. On this new crop, subject values for the autumn months vary from around £210 per tonne ex-farm in the south and west to £200 per tonne ex-farm in the east for standard brewing grades and varieties. Growers should take this into consideration as the prices of fertiliser will favour the growing of spring barley for the brewing and distilling industry. Contracts for Crop 2022 are available from your Frontier Farm Trader for fixed prices. There are minimum and maximum premium contracts, and our pool is also available for those who are not sure what volumes and quality they may produce. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with oilseed rape this week. With Paris rapeseed prices finding new contract highs at over €700 per tonne, and UK farmers that are close to crushing facilities, making £600 per tonne plus bonuses for their old crop stocks, we continue to witness a market that simply refuses to run out of steam. A near £15 per tonne drop in prices at the start of the month has been rapidly reversed by a combination of Chinese factors, potential demand from the energy sector, surging inflation rates and a bullish World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report from the United States Department of Agriculture. Chinese demand is a difficult market factor to weigh up. Normally, low import volumes would be a bearish factor, but traders appear to be braced for a rapid catch-up in buying by China at some stage. By the end of the third quarter, China had only bought 60% of the $200 billion of US goods it had committed to under the Phase 1 agreement. This suggests that a rapid escalation in buying volumes might be imminent. Support has also been found from the renewable energy mandates in the U.S., as well as confirmation this week that U.S. inflation has hit a 30-year high at 6.2%, which will drive more money into holdings of commodities. The big turning point this week was the release of the USDA report on Tuesday. The report left global rapeseed production virtually unchanged at 67.5 million tonnes, compared to 72.7 million tonnes last year, However, the major surprise was the reduction in U.S. soybean yields, especially when the trade was anticipating an increase. 0.63 million tonnes were cut from the production estimate, bringing the total estimate down to 120.43 million tonnes. The report also reduced Argentinian bean production by 1.5 million tonnes to a total of 49.5 million tonnes. Lately, world rapeseed prices appear to have been more aligned to palm oil rather than soybean markets. However, markets this week have reinforced that soybeans are the leader in the wider oilseeds complex, and if bean prices rise sharply, then everything else will follow. Let's take a look now at PULSES. PULSES manager Andy Berry will be joining a conference hosted by Global PULSES Confederation on Monday the 15th of November to discuss the UK PULSES market, Visit www.globalpulses.com for more information and to register for the event. The event is called Ask the Experts Europe. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. A record urea price was reached this week at $1,000 per tonne bulk ship export. This exceeds the highs last seen in 2008 when speculative investors got involved in the markets. Today, the market is influenced by high production costs, coupled with continued strong global demand. India is in the process of another tender, after only buying 460,000 tonnes in the last round and being very short of product. It's suggested India still needs approximately 2 million tonnes of urea. Therefore, it wouldn't be a surprise if on this round, India covers more than 1 million tonnes. However, the average price is expected to be over $1,000 per tonne bulk ship delivered, over $1 billion in total. Pressure will remain on an already limited supply chain, as other global regions now also need to buy. Ammonium nitrate markets across Europe also took another knock this week, as Russia announced a massive reduction quota in fertiliser exports from the 1st of December, adding more pressure to supply lines. The UK benefited from a domestic ammonium nitrate price which was withdrawn last Friday. New terms have been issued today at £15 per tonne more than the last offer, but now for January delivery. It's advised that growers take up this offer, as it looks to be the best ammonium nitrate option. However, tonnage is limited. Please call your Frontier contact for more information. Limited volumes of UAN will be made available in the coming days. Growers looking at spring volumes are urged to look at their overall requirements and planned offtakes as suppliers are looking very closely at shipping quantities required for this position. Suppliers and merchants will want to run a very tight book, therefore volumes required for the spring may not be released all in one hit. Grades of UAN that are made available could vary depending on sulphur sources used in the manufacturing process. Phosphate markets are very firm because of limited supply. Large buying nations, including India, didn't receive any offers on recent inquiries and have had to extend the window. The Russian export quota in place from the 1st of December is causing supply issues for the UK and Europe on DAP. Overall, phosphates look to remain firm well into 2022. Current demand is low in the UK, but as with TSP and DAP, MOP and related products also continue to firm. Haulage difficulties consistently affect daily and monthly deliveries, with the situation likely to get worse as we move into the spring. It's advisable to book early to ensure product on-farm for usage. This was Frontrunner for week ending 12th of November 2021. If you'd like advice on grain marketing, get in touch with us directly or speak to your local Frontier farm trader. All Frontier customers have access to live market pricing and online grain trading, in the my farm farm management platform